Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You can either have to stick to plastic or real silverware because what happens is inevitably you're going to find yourself throwing your silverware away, right? Out of force of habit. Not, not been a challenge that I faced in my life. I have to admit, Tommy. Um, I've well, been able to differentiate between the two pretty well, I think, so far. But uh, you know, there is. Well, you know what? Maybe if you hosted WWL First News, maybe you wouldn't be able to do that. Maybe if you dealt with the issues I deal with every day, <laughs> Mister McNulty, instead of eating and drinking to your heart's content, maybe you would have other things on your mind. How you doing? Right? When was the last if time you did something dumb? Kind of abuse, if I wanted to have this kind of abuse in my life, Tommy, I would just turn to my own self-conscious, okay? I'm right uh, there with yeah. you on that one, buddy. <laughs> Ain't nobody a harsher critic on me than me. Tell me about anything dumb that you've done. Anything ever? You had to have done something stupid. Uh, there was that one time I told my college roommate that, no, I wasn't interested in this stupid little startup company. I didn't want to get in early. That Steve Jobs really did prove me wrong. No, seriously or not? No, that's a oh, joke. Right. But... <laughs> I'm not, I'm not smart enough to go to school with Steve Jobs. We're old enough. But. I, don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about you. You could be a Russian spy. I don't know. You could be like the Americans. Um, let's, let's start that rumor. Let's let that one get around. Yeah. Where you been, per, that, that's that's why he goes to bars all the time. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that must be the reason. So the source somehow me, behind the sauce. Yeah. Bring the audience source behind the sauce. I love that. You should patent that. <laughs> Uh, let me um, open the audience, uh, open the lines of the audience here, 504-260-1870. If you have any questions about eating or drinking from Mr. Ian McNulty, he writes for NOLA.com. And that's what he's here to talk about. You know, I, I noticed when I when I Googled you here that author came up. What books have you written? Oh, I've got a couple books out there. Um, one of them is called A Season of Night, and it's a, uh, it's a, a nonfiction book about uh, the first, basically the first six months after Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And um, there are a lot of books that came out after Katrina about uh, the rebuilding process and what led to the disaster and the engineering fail and FEMA and everything else. And this is really just a street level. This is what it was like to live back in the city when it was really on the edge of like, is this going to be a place or not anymore? Mm-hmm. And no electricity, you know, that kind of, that era there, stretching basically from the, the, from the hurricane to that first joyous, wild, weird Mardi Gras um, after Katrina. And the other one is called Louisiana Rambles, and uh, that's uh, also nonfiction about uh, rambling around Louisiana. About, uh, it's a travel narrative about exploring um, you know, Cajun country, uh, the, the bayous, the areas you know, within a, a couple hours' drive of New Orleans. Not really a guidebook, but more of a 
stories from the road or the bayou, as it were. Can, can you get um, these anyway, at the? Go ahead. No, oh, finish, please. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. These are all. Yeah, no, finish. Yeah, tell me about the first one. Bookstores. Your first one. Uh, the first home? one uh, is a book called Hungry Thirsty, and it was a guidebook. It was sort of like um, just on that 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 verge when you know instead of looking things up, instead of googling things, you had a guidebook for everything. <laughs> that'll tell you the vintage. And it, uh, it was a guidebook to the to bars and also cheap restaurants uh, around New Orleans. And, and back then, this was in 2002, the criteria was you had to be able to get a meal in any of these places for under 10 bucks. And um, that was really kind of how I cut my teeth in the, in the food writing thing. I mean, it got me around to all these little holes in the wall all over the city. And um, it's quite out of date now, of course. So it's, it's fun to look back at it and just see the the, um, the places that uh, that were I was writing about 20 years ago, um, but those are the books: Hungry, Thirsty, New Orleans. That one's out of print, sadly, and also very much out of date. But a collector's item: The uh, <laughs> uh, Season of Night, the Katrina uh, post Katrina book, and Louisiana Rambles. Those are still very much in print, and uh, always delights me to see them on people's shelves. Yeah, I was um, wondering if if you could get this at the traditional outlets, or you were just running off copies at the company's copy machine. I, what you were doing? Uh, I didn't know. And oh, handwriting them, them together. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, look, it, the weather's turning cold, and somebody texted in and says, where's a good place to get soups? Not just gumbo, but soups. What's your favorite place there or places, and what kind of soups do you like? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, my mind turns to, uh, to a bunch of them all at once, of course. Um, you know, soup is one of those things where, you know, if you have a specific thing in mind, you want to beeline for that. And the the, yeah, the the weather triggers them for sure. So we're not talking about gumbo, Jerry, specifically. We're talking about soup. I mean, I'm going right to the Vietnamese soups, pho, you know, the um, that that light broth just swirling with rice noodles and meat. And you put all the the your various sauces in it to dress it up and fresh herbs. It's fresh and hearty and warming and also kind of light, but also fulfilling. It's, it's got that perfect balance. Um, there's, you know, a lot of good places for that. Pho Bang just comes to mind really quick. It's a place I love. They have a number of locations around um, Jefferson Parish. Uh, pho Bay, the um, probably the first place I fell in love with Pho. And they have this amazing soup there, uh, Tommy. It's not, it's not strictly a pho, but it's very similar. It's their wonton soup. They make it with a turkey neck broth, mm. uh, so the broth just has this really just rich flavor, and it has these um, <clears throat> these little pork wontons bobbing around in there, and some greens, and I add some uh, clear glass noodles to it. You can you know, kind of customize it. Fantastic. Um, you know, it is a sleeper for you. Just, again, on um, a different take on on Asian soups. This is a Chinese restaurant, Hong Min. It's in Harvey. It's like like maybe two two blocks behind the West Bank Expressway towards the river in a little like B grade strip mall, and it's this really traditional um, mom and pop Chinese restaurant. And they make a fantastic duck noodle soup there. Uh, that's just this brassy, warming golden broth, really good. And then let's just like leap to the other side of things: a classic French onion soup. Is there anything better than that on a cold day? Cheese uh, and, and, and uh, what do you call them things in there? Um, the little slices of bread that are dried. I can't come up with the word. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. 
exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hutan. Is that what they call them when you get the little piece of bread in there? Some floater? Bread. Yeah. Let's call it a floater. Oh, Let's call it, it a floater. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that cap so, of, of, of cheese over the top, and it comes in, hopefully it comes in a little crock, you know, like a, just sort of a little scalloped edged crock. The, the one at Cafe Dega is fantastic. Um, that's a really, really good one. Oh, and while we're talking about onion soups, there's the seven onion soup at Acropolis. Ooh. Um, that, that one I met her yeah, that's really good. It's kind of a different take on it. It kind of hits the same buttons as French onion soup, but it's um, it's it's got its own mojo going on. I think crostini is the word I was looking for. Oh yeah, that's that would be the, the, for your Italian onion yeah. soup, perhaps. Well, have a crostini. Well, let me ask you this about Italian soups because I've had them at a uh, an Italian chain restaurant. I guess is what they are, but. Italian wedding soup, I think, which I think is delicious. What, pasta fazool is another one, right? Where can you get some good Italian soups? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, this, this seems uh, uh, almost uh, disingenuous to say, but the Uptown Restaurant Lillette, which is you know not a Italian restaurant by any means, but it does have a little Italian edge to it. They make a fantastic uh, Italian wedding soup with little meatballs floating mm-hmm. around there and some fresh herbs. Um, that's the first one I think of. And actually, this just popped in my head, right down the street from Lillette, uh, while we're talking about soups, there's a dedicated soup uh, counter window <laughs> takeout spot uh, on Magazine Street. It's just off of uh, Louisiana Avenue, and it's called the Soup Garden. And basically, it's a, during the summer, it's a, it's a snowball stand. And called Imperial Whitbecker, great name. And uh, when the season changes, it goes over to soup. And so during the summer months, you get your snowballs. And in the cooler months, which we certainly are experiencing right now, soups. So a whole changing array of different soups um, all packaged up to go. And you just walk up to the window order and, and off you go. Um, all right. We are under basil is what we had there recently. This we are underway with Ian McNulty, 504-260-1870. If you have any questions about eating or drinking in New Orleans, I'm getting some Chris, uh, questions here about Christmas Eve and Christmas dining. And I'll pass those along when we come back. Somebody else wants to know about gumbos. Ian has covered that for us before, but he'll cover it again because that's why he's here, to help you eat and drink in New Orleans. Tommy Tucker back in a flash, WWL. Second false start of the day on the host, in Tommy Tucker, talking to Ian McNulty, who writes for NOLA.com, getting you ready to eat and drink for the holiday season and this weekend. Um, let me get to the text if I can, and we'll work some gumbos in as well. This one says... Can you ask where I can get a good gumbo recipe with no, it says Opry, O-P-R-Y, but I got to believe they're saying okra. Oh, yeah, sure. If, well, if they're looking for a recipe to make themselves. I think, uh, they'll, I think they'll get it already cooked yeah. so they can edit. Yeah, oh, oh okay, gotcha. Okay, well, can have at it. Yeah, that's no problem. I mean, okra is sort of the uh, the big dividing line. Either love it or you hate mm-hmm. it. Personally, I love it. Uh, it. But yeah, this, Okay, fair enough. Go. I mean, there's yeah, there's tons of gumbos out there, uh, and let me let me give you a like, kind of a hidden gem one. Um, this is a really, really, really good gumbo at the Munch Factory. Uh, love the name. That's a great uh, name, right? It's in Gentilly, and it's tucked away in. It's actually at the Joe Bartholomew Golf Course, like in the in the next to the pro shop there. Yeah. 
uh, and it's like the restaurant for the golf course, but it's also the restaurant for the neighborhood, and it is like fantastic uh, traditional Creole cooking with a little bit of a modern twist, but the gumbo is like a really true Creole, you know, back of the stove all day, deep, dark, roux gumbo, uh, no okra. You'll be fine there. Um, <laughs> the Hi-Hat Cafe is another one that comes to mind instantly up across town. That's on Ferret Street uptown. Real good gumbo there, and it's like that that country style, right? If you if if a, if a gumbo is is a chicken and sausage, you know that country style gumbo. I call it country style. It's all over the city, but that andouille just makes me think of the river parishes in the countryside. Um, those are gumbos are generally not going to have okra in it. It's usually more like your seafood style gumbos with, with a lot of okra bobbing around in it. So. You, you, we have plenty, plenty of room to play with there. Do you know? Uh, I just want to ask you this real quick: of any restaurants that were damaged with the tornadoes? I haven't heard from any specifically, although I'm I'm sort of waiting with 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 anxiety for the other foot to drop on that one. Um, it's 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 hard to believe uh, seeing the the coverage uh, by my colleagues and others of of, of what that did over there. Um, I haven't heard from anyone in particular yet, so I'm just uh, I'm fingers crossed. Uh, you know, and actually, I've heard from a few saying all clear, like Araby. My God, I mean, the mm-hmm. second time in, in less than a year. And uh, I did hear from the the Kitchen Table Cafe, which is a great restaurant uh, right there on the main drag. Uh, that you know, once again, spared feeling fortunate, and the neighborhood should be feeling a little bit fortunate for that, too, because that's a really nice amenity there. Kitchen Table Cafe in Araby. Terrific. Uh, here we go. Uh, any good places to get good beef stew? This is perfect weather for it. I don't know if I've ever seen that on a menu, beef stew, other than maybe a daily special or something. I don't Um. Yeah, that's a, okay. That's a head scratcher, i got to admit. Uh, maybe Mandina's um, might have it? Mandina's. That's a good call. Yeah, no, that's a good on call. On the right that, day, a, I think you'd have right, to make sure that. Right, that would be a special there, um, and that, yeah, Mandina's is great for that kind of thing. But that's a good call, Tommy, because they they roll out some of these real old fashioned dishes that are that do kind of hit that uh, hit that. You know, mom's, mom's cooking is what that's exactly yeah. right. It's mom's <laughs> cooking is what it is, right. and that's yep. why it's so good. Uh, somebody else texted, and what about Lillette's on Magazine going uh, first going on a first time Saturday? I'll get it. What to get? I'm going for the first time on Saturday. Can't go wrong. We were just I just mentioned them in, in relation to the uh, Italian wedding soup there, um, but this is a place where I actually wrote about them over the summer because they've been around for over twenty years to kind of like quietly hit that mark during the pandemic, and I've been going there for twenty years. It turns out, and it's still possible to assemble the same meal there today that I had twenty years ago. That's how consistent it is, and. Um, you know, people have been going back for the same stuff. And that's not to say it's exactly the same. They have specials constantly rotating through things, changing the menu. But if you go there and you start with the beet salad, uh, you get the hanger steak with the fries and the marrow bordelaise, and you end with the goat cheese quenelles, which is this, this really delicate um, orb-shaped clouds of, of sweetened goat cheese, and you pick a wine for each of those courses off of the really nice list, uh, you've had a classic Lillette meal. Now that you're not going to find at Mandina's, but Vive La Deference, right? Oh, that's, yeah, that's why we have different restaurants, <laughs> right? Somebody texted in, 
uh, Beef Stew at Chinola Cafe, Children's Hospital in New Orleans, open everybody at Children's Hospital. We were there for the Radiothon, so there you go. Um, somebody texted in, and this is a pretty general question, uh, and I asked a follow-up, but I didn't get any response. Do you have any suggestions for Metairie, Kenner, and the North Shore? Now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's pretty general, and we only have about 10 more minutes, so I don't know how you're going to do that, Ian, but good luck. That's what you do for a living. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go top of mind. Uh, Metairie, one of my favorite restaurants, really, in the city, Station 6. Fantastic modern chef-led seafood restaurants in Bucktown. Um, they pack them in, you know, with no reservations, but uh, just as casual as can be, but as good a cooking as I've had anywhere. Um, asked about Kenner, Jen Deuce's Italian restaurant at the end of Williams by Rivertown uh, for the meatballs alone. It's a place I know I've talked about on here once before with you. Uh, marvelous, magnificent meatballs. They feed you twice. Risotto's? They're taking everything out. Risotto's? Did meatball, is, right? Uh, well, uh, well, I, I was referring to the meatball at Jen No, Deuce's. I know that, but I'm saying uh, when yeah. you said that, it made me think of Rizzuto's with the meatball. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Rizzuto's is another good one there. Uh, the original Rizzuto's is in Lakeview, um, but the they have a second location in Gretna. Uh, I don't know if that was in the the, uh, the, the text, but Jefferson Parish, uh, that's over there at the old O'Brien's Grill. Uh, they brought it back as a really nice steakhouse with an Italian heart. Um, North Shore? You've been to the Gloriette. That's a new restaurant at the Southern Hotel. We're going upscale here. Um, really, really nice place. Uh, Chef Steve Marsala has been around for a long time. He knows what he's doing. It's a really good blend of traditional Creole, uh, French, some dishes you're not going to find anywhere else. He has this amazing dish with pork and clams and like a rustic tomato base. Oh, it's so good. Uh, but a really elegant restaurant in the Southern Hotel, beautiful bar next door. Um, while we're on the North Shore, just go right down the street to the Greyhound, uh, which is a more casual restaurant from the folks who have the also really good um, Del Porto Italian restaurant. This is all really close right here. But uh, the Greyhound, casual European-style gastropub with wood, iron, uh, wood oven pizzas, fish and chips, something people ask me about frequently, um, a really good Reuben sandwich, and a great beer selection. Um, and you can, on a cold night, you can watch the flickering fire in, the, in the wood, that wood-fired oven. It's really nice. So, yeah, can you please ask Ian to repeat that hole-in-the-wall Chinese restaurant in Harvey that has the oxtail ragu? Oh, well, Hong Min is the place we were talking about in Harvey. Hong Min, M-I-N-H. Um, look up the street name, but it's right, it's kind of behind the, the Best Buy there uh, for for your shopping center landmarks. And uh, it's the, the duck noodle soup there is fantastic. Um, ox, we didn't talk about oxtails, but we did talk about um, the well, maybe that's Maybe uh, it's a different day. test. Maybe it's a different text. Maybe they're looking for oxtail ragu. I played oh, football okay. with a guy named oxtail ragu, but I don't think that's what they're talking about. How, what about that? <laughs> I bet he was a bone breaker. Yes, sir. Ragu, Very much so. I'm thinking, I, when you think of oxtails, I'm, I'm thinking island cooking. I'm thinking about uh, some of the really good um, island restaurants that we have around town now. Uh, Jamaican Jerk House on St. Claude down the Bywater. That's a real good one. Uh, or Boswell's, the classic in Mid-City on Tulane Avenue. Um, they have uh, just really good soulful island cooking. And I know oxtails are in constant low, low rotation there. 
Somebody texts in, in Kim On's Noodle House on Jeff Highway is a Vietnamese beef stew that is amazing and usually sells out. And when you hear beef stew, you think um, automatically maybe some kind of hearty American. But I guess the Vietnamese do have a different type of, of beef stew in Vietnamese restaurants or not? Yes, they do. And I'm really glad uh, the listener uh, chimed in with that. That's a great suggestion. They, um, we were talking about the pho. That's the lighter soups at these Vietnamese restaurants. But a lot of them, if you look past that, some of the deeper specialties – um, they they have various kinds of beef stews and like yes this is it hits some of the same buttons but with some different seasonings and very often they'll serve that beef stew with French bread with that crusty bread that they make the Vietnamese style sandwiches on uh, and it's it's you know the, hey this is another part of the French colonial legacy in, in Vietnam it's not that different from a French beef stew. And here you have uh, this subtropical, excuse me, this tropical, very tropical country that has a beef stew as part of its traditional cooking. So yeah, if you, if you, yeah, if you're looking to scratch that itch for a beef stew and you're feeling just a, a little more adventurous, want to find a diff- different flavor profile on it, go to your favorite Vietnamese restaurant and uh, try that. And I, Kim On is a great suggestion too. That's been there forever. It's out there in Harahan on Jefferson Highway. Um, I, I like a lot of what they do there. Somebody's looking for clam chatter. Where is a good place to get clam chatter? <laughs> New England, first yeah. of all. Uh, but no, no, I, I, I'm being fresh. Uh, well, you got two different types now. You got Manhattan, which is tomato based, right? And then you got the New England, which is cream based. Yes, and then you can throw one more in the mix, just because if where I'm from, the Rhode Island style uh, chowder. Not a lot of people know about this. It's a clear base, oh, really? no cream. No tomato. It's just a, a like a briny, clammy broth, and it's delicious and very refreshing. Um, it puts me in the mind question, of the taste when you eat a raw oyster. That's what you would have when you eat that, is it? Well, like a clam, yeah. yeah I mean, okay. it's that that taste of the sea for right. sure. Yeah, um, yeah. You can I mean, you can look down in the broth and see all those ingredients. Now, I have not seen that anywhere outside of Rhode Island, so that's highly, highly specific. But to your to your listener's question, um, believe it or not, there are a couple chowders around town. Check out, this is a new place um, on Metairie Road, and it is called The Parish Line, and it is a brand-new place where Metairie Cafe used to be, right by the railroad tracks, right by Norjo's Italian Market, place, place we've talked about for the muffaladas and such. Can't miss it because it's this brand-newly redeveloped building with a rooftop lounge, and it does not look like the kind of place you're going to go and find New England seafood. But the chef who leads the menu there, Chris Wilson, you know, longtime Emeralds alum, cooked with Emerald forever, doing his own things now. He's got a clam chowder that he rolls out, and it's really good. It's the creamy New England style. Thank you. you, you know, appreciate your time as always. <laughs> Y'all can go to ianmcnulty.com. We appreciate you spending the time with us, Ian. Have a great weekend. Uh, weekend's off to a great start now, Tommy. Thanks a bunch, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, sir. 938, 22 before 10. We'll get JR, get some weekend winners for you. Three games tomorrow. We'll have all the action for you here on WWL. Three NFL games. Right now it's time for traffic on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 